Yo, I'm building my own dream. All because y'all said I couldn't. Two for the team. We getting off of the block. I see an aiming at me. Tell him get off of my jock. I'm going blackout. I'm going blackout. I'm going blackout. Give me my ish. I'm back now. Welcome to another episode of the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. Yeah, sure. I think this is like episode 9 or 10, and I finally got the name right. Come on now. And it's only because I've been telling people I get the name wrong every time. That's growth. Growth. See? That's all we're doing over here, building and growing. Um, so on this week's episode, we're in Atlanta. Yeah, finally. Yo. Have we been filming them all in Austin or Austin, just other just cities? Other places. Wow, that's what Finally you want. Finally, Atlanta. Yeah, this is yeah, the first yeah. time we're filming a podcast. Episode we haven't done in much. So, yeah, yeah, we wow. haven't been much. So last year it was like I was in Atlanta like every month. Yep. And this, this year, year I'm like, in Austin. Yeah, like so, every month or multiple times yeah. a month. So we in an A. I basically moved to Texas this fall. Facts. Because I've been yeah. out there. Yeah. So we're in Atlanta. Um, Your home. Yeah, the greatest city in the world. <laughs> I'm a real ATLian. Y'all can't see it, but you'll know it when you meet me. But, uh, yeah, so this week we're together because, well, we're together for a lot of reasons. Um, Brandon came in town this week because we had a really important meeting. And he came in town to meet, like, so that we could get strategic stuff together. And more inside. We planning basically we planning the pretty much our plans for twenty twenty three. So yeah. this meeting gave us a lot of insight, a lot of direction, yeah. um, a lot of advice on kind of the way we want to move next year. So that's kind of yeah. what this meeting was about. So it's November, and we typically do our end of the year meeting. Our fiscal year starts over in November, so our anniversary is September. So we always do like a big planning meeting right around that time. So Brandon came to Atlanta for this planning meeting because last time when I was in Austin, we didn't really have a ton of time to meet like we planned on it. What was that, like two weeks ago? Yeah. Not even. Yeah. I forgot why you was there. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm sure it was when we talked about it on the last episode. We definitely recorded a... Oh, we had content shoots for Caleb. That's what it was. Okay. And then okay, we were at SneakerCon before that. Matt yeah, was out yeah, there. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to yeah, Matt. Yeah. Matt's in the building today. Matt's been in the building a lot lately for the other episodes. But um, yeah, so even though Brandon came in town to talk about the future of the company, um, I honestly and truly feel like he came into town uh, low-key, high-key to talk me off a ledge. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still on the ledge. timing. Yeah, I'm still on the ledge, but uh, I'm not by myself anymore. So I think that's really important. So let's get it. Let's just jump right in. Like, can you, like, what got you on the ledge? Like, what that? What does that even mean? I know what it means because I know we've been having several conversations. But like, what does that mean? So Monday I went to therapy, and um, I got a therapy weekly if I can, uh, if I'm in town. But I went to therapy on Monday, and I've been feeling discouraged, like really discouraged for the last two, two and a half weeks. But discouragement for me just comes in waves. As, and I know that it's part of the job, part of me being a woman, part of me being an empath, part of me caring about people, part of us being community builders. So discouragement comes because we're innovating. So naturally, stuff is not going to just work out right away. So I'm not saying that 
I'm excited about discouragement, but I'm very, I'm used to feeling waves of discouragement. Yeah. So I was feeling discouraged a couple of weeks ago. I made an honest TikTok about it because I be trying to talk about my feelings on TikTok. It's the only place that I really, nobody's on there. So I just talk about my feelings on <laughs> yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah, and yeah. what it's like to be a woman. But I went to therapy on Monday and yeah, I just kind of wanted to hit on the fact that I was feeling a bit discouraged um, because we're heading into, you know, daylight savings, it's seasonal depression of time. So I was like, OK, let me just talk about this. And I had a double session. In fact, I had a regular session, and then I was like, uh, I kind of want to spend at least 30 minutes fit talking about my discouragement, so let me book a double session. So I got an hour and a half to talk to my therapist. We spent two hours. She gave me extra time. We spent two hours talking about how discouraged I am in the music industry right yeah. now. Um, so uh, I think and, the— And then just the— to give like the timeline we talked on monday yeah so monday was there but we were Today just talking Friday. we were just talking about other stuff and you kind of just said it was like you know i'm pretty much usually i want to talk to you later but i'm kind of feeling done and when you first said it, i was like what's he talking about right. but i kind of because it's out of i was trying to hear you out but i kind of i guess i kind of waved it off like i don't like i thought it was like another like you just talking like right. you know what i'm saying yeah. but as you kept talking, and you ain't going to detail on Monday, but as you just kept talking, I was just like, I don't know what she means by that, but I guess we're going to talk about it. So I just wanted to throw that timeline out there. Yeah. So that was Monday. Yeah, it's only talked, five like, days. We talked right after therapy. Yeah, so, we, trying yep. to, um, we got a whole bunch of events coming up this following week, so that's what we was talking about. So I he texted me during therapy, and I keep my phone on Do Not Disturb, but I had flipped it up to look and see how much time we had left in the session. I saw he had texted me. And so I got out of the session, and in my head I was like, I try not to talk to anybody. It's kind of like when I first wake up. I try not to talk to anybody for the first two hours after I wake up. And when I leave therapy, I try not to talk to anybody for at least 30 minutes because I'm quick to, like, start working, whatever. But I was just agitated after leaving because I felt so restless after the session. Like, literally, my therapist was like, I get why you're hopeless right now. And I was like, damn. <laughs> like... <laughs> Is there no resolve? Like, right, yeah, yeah, We yeah, sitting yeah, here, yeah. she hugged me so hard after the session, and my therapist don't really hug me like that, and I, I'm a hugger. She hugged me for a really long time after the session. That's when I knew I was down bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I called Brandon maybe not even five minutes after, maybe 10 minutes after I left the session, because I was just like, whatever he needs, I just want to get over with it so I can spend the rest of the night thinking. Because I knew I was, I didn't realize how bad off I was until I got into the session, and we spent the entire two hours talking about it, like over the allotted amount of time. So... And I really started getting into deep feelings of discouragement and why I felt discouraged. So um, my biggest point of contention right now is that I feel so undervalued. Like I feel um, undervalued by artists, our, undervalued by our artists um, and the artists that are in the network that I work in. Um, I feel extremely undervalued monetarily. Um, we are building a business and that's just naturally what happens. Like you got to like 
and I'm gonna just put this out here because I think people think this shit is glitz and glamour, but I make five hundred dollars a month to run co-run this company with Brandon. He makes the same after taxes. That shit is four sixty two. Yeah, thirteen six. After taxes is four sixty two. <laughs> yeah. So Brandon broke down. If we're just working forty hours a week, it's we're like, getting two dollars an hour. Yeah, it's like two dollars an hour. So um, again, we're building a company, and so you can't. People think if your company is generating a, a substantial amount of revenue that you should automatically take from that. And again, this is just lessons that we're learning. You, yes, you have to eat what you kill, but when you, we have a team of, there's 13 of us, including me and Brandon in the company. So 13 people got to eat and nobody is full-time. We have a bunch of entrepreneurs, so everybody's working part-time. And then I have an assistant. So wait, there's 12 of us, and then my assistant makes 13. So there's 12 of us between two companies, and then my assistant makes 13. So imagine having 11 employees and right. bringing home $500 a month. And we knew, and we, when we first decided this, we know we wanted to, like, we went through all our years of experience. We know we needed a team. So when we started this, we was like, we investing everything back, like, from the jump, we told our investors, all of that. We invested into a team, and then we we invested the rest into the branding and the, you know what I'm saying, the movement of BYOD, um, and which we was good with. And we still are good with this. Is yeah, not, we're still. We just we're talking just through. Talking, yeah, yes. yeah, because I'm, I'm yes. tired too, y'all. I'm not at her point, but I'm tired. It's been a long year. Great year, but it's like people, when people talk, and not to take it from you, I'm just talking. Um, you know, when we talk about entrepreneurship and ownership, a lot of times people just see the glitz and glamour. And they, they don't see, see we the got dirty swag work. and they think that we good. <laughs> you it's know like, what I'm saying? Yo, like, and it, we are good. I'm grateful. I'm super blessed. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. But at the same time, it's not, this is not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? That's why everybody's not entrepreneurs. Like, it's the same with being a doctor or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever your profession is, like, that's your purpose. So this is our purpose, but it's still, it's hard. It's tiring at some points, uh, especially when you're moving as fast as we're moving and we're building something from the ground up. Um, it's a lot. So, yeah, that's where we, that's where I'm at. And then see, she's there, but then it's so many different other elements too that, of course. Yeah, so don't get paid a lot on the build your own dream side invite only side um definitely not getting paid a lot because i'm not the lead agent and he's not either and so again we kind of we invested in the team yes <laughs> we invested in the back. team we're yeah. paying team members but also it's like you have to have money in the business for it to really prosper so when we first both of us started we're solo entrepreneurs so the business is broke and we're broke, you know, and then you get to a point where the business is broke, but you're not broke. You're making a little money, but the business is kind of broke. So then when we started with this company, we were like, okay, well, we both make a living in the music industry. It may not be a lot because we weren't, neither of us were making a lot, but we don't super need a lot of our income from this. We can keep going with the other stuff and then try to invest in this. Right. Um, the place that I made the mistake is that the vast majority of my income came from artist relationships and live shows, events, and stuff like that. So by pushing all of my artists and my time into stuff that we're doing for the company, I'm essentially cutting off ways for me to make money, but still spending the same amount of time, if not more time, building it. Um, 
So we're both not making any money off of this. It just hit me differently because I really actually killed my two main sources, in fact, my three main sources of income to build invite only because I was making a lot booking tours and touring on tours. But Brandon was already helping with me with that. But I was just giving him a little bit of money here and there. And then Mike has started helping. And then when it came to build your own dreams, we function as label services, but also management. So it's like all my artists in my system were split between both companies. And now instead of me getting paid, Granted, we need the team, but instead of me just getting paid and feeling like I'm dying because I'm doing everything, it's the money comes into the company. Everybody gets paid out on the same schedule. So it just... You sacrifice a lot. You definitely made the biggest sacrifice for sure. And you don't. You don't even have to say that because you. You got a family. You. You. I mean, our time. sacrifice is different. Well, I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to underplay. But this is what I had to get to in my head. I kept being like, "Well, Brandon and Mike are sacrificing the same." And this week, I got to. I don't care. I just. I can't. I'm not built like this anymore. Like it's a different. Like in sacrificing the same meaning, they're just as willing to give up things. But my sacrifice is coming in a lot of ways one is the financial part but two is it's so and so I make money outside of both companies still but I started looking at it and I'm like I I make the most money what I spend the least time on and again as an investor as an owner you have to be willing to build your own business but I'm now three years into invite only this month jeez three years into invite only and two years into build your own dreams because the year was a pandemic Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. We started in two ni- 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, we worked together on the St. Holy Tour, but we formalized the agreement in the fall when we right, were doing yeah, yeah. Family Ties Tour. But, um, yeah, so I'm just burnt out. I'm burnt out on the money side, but th- my personhood feels uh, undervalued. I feel like, yeah, I'm not getting paid a lot, but it just feels like I'm here and everybody's kind of like, just keep holding on, keep holding on, and we're going to figure it out. And I'm kind of like, I can't wait for it to figure itself out. I can't wait to figure it out. Um, I've been in this game for a long time, and for a really long time, you're sacrificing for other things. But my quality of life, my physical health, my mental wellness is on the line right now. And then on top of that, um, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm, um, acclimating to the elevation that we've gotten to. So I'm, I'm under constant, um, I'm consistently coming head to head with the male ego. And, um, that is exhausting to a way that I can't even describe. Um, because either as a woman, you either have to grow numb and deny yourself in a lot of ways or you have to, um, or you have to feel it and be well, willing to continue. I'm a feeler, and I've spent a lot of money to get in touch with my feelings. I'm not compromising that anymore. Um, so for me, the weight of consistently being um, essentially attacked by men and their ego, and um, having the artist not care about the value that I bring and feeling like. They could even negotiate with us, which I know that sounds crazy, but it's like we've given so much and people are coming to us with hostile negotiations for stuff that they don't even own. And and then again, I feel like I consistently get singled out. I'm always the only one woman in the room, unless it's with our team. Our team has women, but a lot of times it's me and you going into a room with right. a group of men or yeah. me, you, and Mike going into a room with a group of men. So it's just exhausting. And I'm a very soft um sensitive person and I'm very good at separating business 
from emotion. So it's not that I'm walking in every day, like just crying about everything. It's like I do good business. But when I do good business, my response is different than when Brandon does good business. When I do good business, people try to psychologically manipulate me and tell me why I'm not worth that. When Brandon does good business, they'd be like, okay, bet, bro. And it's like that consistent people even accusing me of taking advantage of them when I'm over delivering and over giving and overly generous and just people not understanding has worn me down to no end. And then so my first thing is I feel underpaid. My second thing is... In fact, it's my first my first thing is that I feel undervalued as a human. That's the overall. And I feel like my humanity is not being protected and thought of. It's kind of like I'm supposed to be the good person in the or the bigger person in the room. And people are supposed to shit on me, but because I know better and I can do better and because I love the Lord, I'm supposed to just deal with that. And I, I can't deal with that anymore. And then the last thing for me is that I feel very under resourced. We're growing at a rapid rate. The meeting that we had today was to help us have the mindset and more resources, which is why Brandon felt the need to come into town because it was an equipping type meeting. But I feel like we're going so many places and we just don't have any coaches or people who even understand what we're doing. So we're teaching ourselves in that on top of not having the money, on top of traveling nonstop, on top of being disrespected, not just it's not the guys, Build Your Own Dreams guys are incredible. It's people coming in. It's artists that we work with or have worked with. Um, I just constantly feel the weight of all of that and then being under-resourced. And I'm like, yo, I could just quit. And not only would I have more money, but I also wouldn't have the stress that I'm dealing with right, right now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, if I quit, I just got to go get a part-time job. That plus music industry teaching, I'm cool. But if I stay, that means that I'm working hard for money that's not there. Like if I'm working hard for something that would never be able to pay me what I'm worth, but also I have the stress and also I don't feel like a human and also I feel disrespect. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at my breaking point. Again, we had the, I I went to therapy on Monday. We had a quick conversation on Monday, but we were really talking about business. I talked to my brother DeBaron Monday night and cried for two hours. And then I was like, man, I just got to get this together until Brandon gets here and I'll let him know. And he was like, I would be a terrible friend if I told you not to text Brandon right now and put something on the books. He's like, you talking about how you want to leave the company is way more important than you trying to get through the rest of the week. So I texted Brandon. He said, bet. I cried for the whole first hour we were supposed to meet, and then I talked to him. We talked on Tuesday. I talked to him Tuesday morning, and he was so receptive and open. That's why I'm sitting here talking about how I'm on a ledge, and, and he's not surprised. I've had so many conversations with him over the last um, week because I'm just done, and this is – I don't want to leave him hanging I'm not bluffing. This isn't an ultimatum. I just feel so stuck and so um, powerless in a situation that I felt like I created. So I have to be really honest with where I'm at. And so, yeah, I'm on a ledge right now. We came to talk about business in the future, and I barely got to the meeting, to be honest. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's where she's at. Um we just in a place where we just talking through everything. Um, we in the process of slowing down and ending the year. So we at least have the month of December just to rest and chill and think and pray. Um, um, we also had conversations with Mike. So he's fully aware and some of our teams members are well on the BRD side. So right now it's just 
again, if you just tuning in or you just catching this episode, if you don't know, like mental health is a foundation, a pillar of our business. Um, and I think that's why I was so frustrated. It's like I'm, our companies are built for creatives to thrive mentally. Yeah. And they're the most detrimental to me thriving right now. And it's like, I would love to be my own proof of concept. And that, that part makes me angry. I have to be honest about it. It's like, we have whole shirts that say therapy. You know what I'm saying? And we got all this stuff going on. And I'm like, I'm not saying life's got to be perfect, but I'm down bad. Like, I just don't. I feel so disconnected from the things that give me purpose and power. And so I think I was like, I can't, I can't just keep being here and fi- like saying, oh, I'm going to figure it out in a month or it'll be better in three months or six months. It was like, nah, hard stop right now because I've been here subconsciously and I keep telling myself it's about to get better and it's just breaking my spirit. Yeah, so... I mean, that's where we at. So we, we again, this is the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. So, of course, we give encouragement and advice to y'all, but also we taking y'all on our journey on, as we build our own dreams, and this is a part of it. So um, there's not really no ending point right now. This is, very, again, this is real <laughs> Ain't no, I'm not faking. Like, <laughs> I know y'all going to see this later, but, like. We don't have no solution right now. I didn't show up to no meetings this week. Yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm out. Like, so this is the real. Um, we don't know what next episode will look like. We don't know. So again, um, and even if I leave the company, I'll still do the podcast with I'll you. Oh man, see, right? yeah. In there. So but next I'm episode, just, I may just be not here. be working for BYU. And the thing is, I know we're gonna get through this. I yeah. know we're gonna figure out. Well, this even is if your... it's not me in the same role, I know we're gonna figure out how for me to be a part of this. I'm just not even interested in pretending like I want to be here like I am though right now. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. You. That's how you feel. And I appreciate you like supporting me in this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel very comfortable and confident to be honest with you where I'm at. And even when I was nervous on Monday, it wasn't even nervous because I didn't think you were going to care for me well. I was nervous that I was putting too much pressure on you by by being like, I got to let go. Like, I just, I had to even let go of that because that pressure was breaking me too. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a lot. Shout out to, I got to shout out my wifey, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Shalika. I ain't going to lie. I was talking to her a lot, too, just to see, like, because, I mean, again, that's a growth point for me on how to be um, empathetic and how to listen um, correctly or the way that women need to be listened to. So she was giving me a lot of advice. So I got to shout out to the wifey. Um, but, yeah, again, we, we hey, this is where we at in our journey. Um we had a, a huge growth point right now, and we figured it out. Um, yeah, this is the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. Like, share, comment, you know what I'm saying? If you feeling, if you're a creator, if you're an entrepreneur, you're an owner, and you feeling like this or how I felt like this, talk to us. Or, you know what I'm saying, if you have any encouragement, you know what I'm saying, prayers, all of that. And not even just in this moment, like just in general, like, nigga, pray for us. Um, Cause we out here really trying to change lives um, through ownership and all of that. So, anyways, like, share, comment. And if you want to apply yeah. for the therapy fund, if you feel this way right now, like I went to therapy twice this week, and the only yeah. reason that I could do that was because I was like, "Hey, Brendan, <laughs> I can't afford this." He was like, 
whatever. Like, go ahead. So, like, I wish that I could give that to everybody. That's why we're selling the shirts. Yeah. At any given point, you want to go to therapy? Go ahead. So, if you feel that way, want to apply for the therapy fund. And if you're thinking about a friend, maybe you're already in therapy. Maybe you're about to start. Just buy a shirt. I was just about to say, yeah. If buy you don't even know what and to do, is, but you want to support, buy a shirt. This is We're putting this money into sending black people to therapy, man. Like, I need it. I'm not saying I need y'all to pay for my therapy. The company's covering it. I'm saying I need to know that we have a resource that black people can really for real be like, I'm at my wits end. I've had so many friends text me in the last three weeks. Like, I'm done. When does y'all's fund open up? You know, and I'm even grateful that we can have that option. But we that fund is 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 depending on how much how many shirts we sell. We we sitting here. I'm not making no money right now. It's not coming from us. The company can't afford that. But the family can. Y'all, if we a family, buy a shirt, help somebody else go to therapy so we can work this shit out. Facts. All right. Till next time. Peace.